When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, Bulls Nation? And welcome in to CHGO Bulls Postgame, presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download their app and be sure to use promo code CHGO when you <laughs> sign up. What are you laughing at? That's the first sentence is somebody saying, I hate I hate Al Horford, and I just had a whole conversation with Will about hating Al Horford, and it's for the same reasons. He's always, he's always ruining my bets. Yeah. That's <laughs> really what it comes down to. Well, then, that's understandable. Yeah, yeah. I've always had a little bit of love for him, but I think it's just because of the Joe Keen Florida Gators connection. Ah, that makes sense. I respect him. I do, too. I I got no more respect for him, man. That dude is a vet. He's a good player, man. I mean, he's still playing. Yeah. Joe Keen's retired. Yes, he is. He's like, I'm done with this crap. Yeah, he's still out there. Last time I tried to say that, not even no emotion attached, just stating the fact that Al Horford is still playing and Joe Keen is retired, I got reprimanded. You did? Reprimanded by Matthew Pack. Oh, this guy? (laughs) By who? Who do you think? <laughs> By who? I didn't know where he was going. I'm facts only over here. <laughs> Bulls and six. We can still, we still can loop Joe Keem into that conversation when we make him our new best friend in Paris. Yeah, totally. He's saying we, but he don't mean that at all. Like he's I taking, hope y'all read it between these out. lines here. <laughs> yeah, he don't mean that shit at all. What are you talking about? <laughs> Bulls lose the Celtics 107-99. It's a two-two season split with Boston. Damn them. Uh, I mean, we talked about it in pregame. You knew it was going to be tough to get another win in Boston. Yeah. Uh, got even harder when DeMar DeRozan left this game in the yes. middle of the third quarter with yes. a strained quad. Bulls PR shortly thereafter ruled him out, would not return tonight. I, I'm not that upset about this loss tonight, though, gents. I mean, yeah. what I do give them credit for is the fact that they were down, what, 12, 13? Like 15. Uh, something like that, midway through the fourth quarter? Yeah. And they fought back. They yeah. fought back like we've seen them fight back in the fourth quarter in several games this season, several games recently. And credit to Zach Levine, who had a rough first half, honestly a rough first three quarters. He and Vooch dragged this Bulls team back into being within two mm-hmm. late in that game. Mm-hmm. Didn't make enough plays down the stretch to close it out. Once again, the lack of defensive rebounding was driving me crazy. His hat was flying all over the studio. It was. Um, but, I mean, that, that's a don't-give-up effort in a loss to a very good team. I'm not super upset about this one. Completely agree with you. Because uh, a lot of – and I'm sure you got, like, we're, like, we're done. Like, the game's over. When they went on that run – I was run, ready to do post-game at the end he, of the third quarter. He was ready. He was done. He was, was there. He was out of there, man. 
Um, but the Bulls kept fighting, and they had no reason to, but they kept doing it. You lose DeMar DeRozan, you know, that could that could devastate a team right there, especially because he was cooking the night. He was having, he was having a good game. Um, so for them to do it in the fourth quarter as well, and to do it in Boston on the road as well, and to do it against the best team in the East as, as well, and Zach Levine leading the charge for the Bulls, man, taking those threes, getting to the bucket, um, playing solid defense at points. And, yeah, they were getting rebounds sometimes, <laughs> and that ended up killing them in the end. But overall, yeah, I'm not truly mad at the loss. We'll go over it individually by players and stuff like that. But overall, though, man, they, they fought. And remember, man, I told you I'm never mad with, at effort. I'm never mm-hmm. mad when you give me effort. I'm only pissed when you when I can tell that you're not playing to your uh, fullest potential, when you're just not doing your – trying your hardest and they they were trying their hardest to win this basketball game man Zach put them on his back came up short you really felt I feel like we kind of buried the lead here Damar getting injured and and going out but you felt like that was kind of it mm-hmm. like it didn't seem like it was going to be a disaster of an injury it doesn't seem like you know we, we saw him get his feet tangled up he didn't just go down non-contact mm-hmm. he went down he looked like he was in pain a little bit but then you know, Casey Johnson tweeted, he's arguing with the ref server, not getting a foul call there. He comes back and he plays a few more minutes and then obviously leaves the game and gets ruled out for the remainder with the right quad injury. Mm-hmm. But after that, I mean, at that point, the Bulls are down 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. It's not going well. The Celtics have been shooting really poorly all night and Ooh. you figure they're going to start making their shots at some point. Yeah. But no, I mean, they, they really did make a legitimate push. A lot of it was Zach just going crazy which is always good to see uh through three quarters he had 12 points on four of 15 shooting one of eight on threes he finished the game with 27 points on Mm. 10 of 24 shooting so Mm. he basically went six for nine in the fourth quarter for 15 points Mm. and Vooch had a had a solid fourth quarter as well but just tough shot making one after another after another and really dragged the bulls back into it they got within two but obviously that al horford three where Crusoe sent help and you make the decision do you want to double Jason Tatum and mm-hmm. take it out of his hands and make somebody else beat you or do you want to have Patrick guard Jason one-on-one and see what happens you double they chose the former <laughs> probably the right call yes. but Horford hit a big shot in big a big shot. moment yeah big time players make big time plays hey, Tippy Stacey today, King man. always says That's what you uh, do. Charlie in the comments noting that the Celtics got a little bit of rim luck uh, with oh, you know, yes. Zach had that potential game tying shot that mm-hmm. rimmed out. Mm-hmm. Horford, I don't know how many times that thing bounced around yeah. the rim before that it fell like in. The Kawhi shot. It's, and it's the too. Boston Garden. I hate the Boston Garden. There's some weird shit that happens there. <laughs> I don't trust too, it. Williams too in that fourth quarter. That yeah. three pointer he yes. hit from the corner, man, uh. bounced real high, bounced in. Yeah, they they got some rim luck for sure tonight, man. And and the Bulls didn't get that. But the fact that they got it back to the point where Matt and I actually were able to get out of our seat in the last final minute of a game and be like, oh, my God, are we about to do this? It was, it was really great. But, yeah, they came up short. You saw, you saw the – I don't want to say – bad is a strong word that I want to use for Zach. It's not the word I want to use. But I, you saw that, that side of Zach where you're like, oh, okay, that's not what I want. You know, when it, when it came in that fourth quarter, a couple of those shots, you were like – no, Hero. well, not even a couple. Just that one in particular I'm thinking of, that three-pointer, when you didn't need a three at all. You just like, dude, I understand why he took it. He was cooking. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel that. But he wasn't set. You know, he, what the, they were on him, you know. 
And I thought he would have had a better chance getting to the rim, you know, trying to get it to two and playing that game. You know, foul him, get him to the line. Let's get another two, foul him, get to the line. I thought that that was the game they were going to play. Zach took that shot, man. You kind of saw why, you know what I mean, in that instance. It's just that little thing, you know, right there from Zach, man. But overall, though, it's, it's hard for me to complain about how he played. 27 points, seven rebounds, six assists. That's a really damn good game. And for me, I mean, you mentioned the three-point luck. So the Celtics actually shot 11 of 41 on threes. That's 27%. Brutal. I mean, just really below their standards. The Bulls got up 35 threes and made 12 12 of them. So 34%. So they actually out-threed a really good three-point shooting team. Mm -hmm. 13 of those were from Zach. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the area that really hurt the the Bulls was the free throws. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nine of 14 for the Bulls. Celtics 20 of 21. So you get Damn. There it is. You lose some points there. Mm-hmm. And then on the offensive rebounds, which you just brought up, it was yeah. like I think they had plays where they got three or four of them on each play. Yes. And so it Dude. made it feel like it was that much worse. Yeah. They only ended up with nine, which I, I thought was like, there's no way they They're didn't like have 40. 25. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> no. But yeah. But it was the second chance points. Mm-hmm. It was the the timing of them. And it was just like, yeah, every time you'd make a run, mm-hmm. you'd get a stop. 23 seconds of great defense. The ball goes up. You can't bring down a rebound. Yeah. Rob Williams gets a tip in or Derek, Derek White gets one. You get another chance at three or whatever it is. But yeah. it's just like that kind of thing sucks the air out of your sails. Right. And when you're trying to make a big comeback, it's just like those are the kind of plays that you can't have. They can't happen if you want to come back from what was it down 12, down yeah. 15. Mm-hmm. You saw you saw the ball IQ come into play also in that fourth quarter. Because you saw Boston put theirs on, you know, on them. The the foul that he drew on Patrick Williams, the up and under the, yep. that he drew on like Patrick you, Williams. And you saw the ref in the background of that <laughs> shot. T- tweet, dude. Not even want, like looking come at on. Pat like, like, young man. Like, dude, I, I didn't even want to call that. Like, my God, come on, man. Like, he didn't want to, but he had to. But, yeah, it, it was those things, those little tiny things um, they did. Like you said, the offensive rebounding. But the defense uh, – uh, that they played as well, too, man. I thought that was uh, – they did a solid job on that. The Bulls were just in great shot makers, you know what I'm saying, making great shots and tough it shots. Was, it was, like, dumb shot making. And I don't say that in, like, a you're stupid idiot kind of way. I just mean, like, that was – like, mm-hmm. That was dumb. That, that was you dumb. Just made that shot. Like the defense is there, but Zach was just foolish. But also, when shot. you miss that shot, it does look kind of dumb. <laughs> it was only one I could think of. There was only one bad one. Yeah, it was only one but for was, sure I could think and, of. And to be fair, you are missing Demar Derozan. Yeah, it's not your ideal scenario. Right. But it did feel like it kind of bogged down there, and it was just like mm-hmm. my best player needs to make a great play here, and yeah. that's kind of how it goes sometimes. That's how it goes sometimes. Yeah, very true. Uh, speaking of Demar, we do have a little bit of an update here. This is from Casey Johnson post game. Billy Donovan said Demar told him he felt like he got tripped on that play that produced the quad strain. Donovan said Derozan felt okay initially, but the quad didn't feel right as he played on it for a bit longer. So, okay. I mean, that was definitely, like, initial panic moment. of It It originally looked like a non-contact injury, and he just crumbled to the court. And, yeah. of course, my dark pessimism side of my brain was thinking all kinds of horrible thoughts in it that f- span of a few seconds. Yes. Then you realize with the slow motion replay, he actually tripped over a foot. Yeah. But the fact that he came back and then left again is what concerns you. I mean, a quad strain isn't the worst initial diagnosis. Right. And uh, I mean, and you were talking with us earlier today while we were watching this game, Will, about how insanely durable Demar is. What was that stat you had about come, since Demar has come into the league, no so, one? So Demar was drafted in 2009. Yeah. His rookie season, 2009, 2010. Since then, 
That's 13 or 14 years ago now. No player in the league has played more games than DeMar DeRozan. Mm. He is the number one in games played with 997. Next closest, 976. So 21 more games than the next closest Mm. guy would be Russell Westbrook. Wow. So, I mean, just like the absolute epitome of what it means to be an Ironman in this Mm. league. Mm. And it speaks to the way that he takes care of his body. Mm -hmm. speaks to the way that he just plays through every bump and bruise that he gets throughout the course of the season and that he's never had a major injury. So we're crossing our fingers here. Seems like it's probably okay. Yeah. It seemed like it could have been a lot worse, but I don't know. The fact that he tripped on somebody's foot and then his quad started hurting, Mm -hmm. like, is a little weird to me, but... You know, that's the, I'm 33. That's that's that one right there. I mean, if softball season taught us anything, (laughs) very easy to pull your quad. Oh man. Quad puller over here, man. Easy. He was the one. (laughs) And they call me Matt Quad Pullback. Quadzilla. Quadzilla. Yes, sir. Because every time I try to take a stride, it screams out like Godzilla, (laughs) but it's my muscle that doesn't function. But he kept playing Um, out there. All-star. Let's uh, he was let's, an all. Don't laugh at that. That's the truth. I like. I, I, didn't, like, I, just, I didn't like your tone. I, I didn't like your tone. He was an all star. <laughs> Matt Peck is an all star. The tone was one hundred percent valid. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't I like it. He was an all star by default. I didn't like it. Only you earned that. You were an all star just like Brian Lahair was an all star for the Cubs in twenty twelve. <laughs> See, Every I don't like it. See, one. I don't like it. I don't like it, man. I don't like it. That man <laughs> that put blood, sweat, and cut. tears on that field. Left his squat quad on that field, man. He did. He earned that. He did. He, did. he earned that, man. He did. We'll be back stronger next season. Got we that will. right. We will. Joey, our ace pitcher on the mound. He won an all Will, <laughs> angel in the outfield. <laughs> Maybe I'll play more than one game. No, I was year. not an all-star, but the, but the founder of the league did come up to me after a game and say, I like the way you pitch. And Nick's dad said he likes the way I play. And nice. The, and Nick's dad said I like that, the way you play. Does that matter? Yeah, for sure. You never told me that. You never told me. I, right, we I, I came game. back in the dugout once. Nick's dad said, hey, I like the way you play. I said, Mr. Moriano, I appreciate that. <laughs> Did y'all win? means a lot. Well, we only won like two games <laughs> I'm just messing season. with you. I'm just <laughs> messing with you, man. Go ahead. I'm messing Somehow with you. we're talking about it's all right. CHGO softball, summer softball. Tie on goes, January man. 9th. Hey, man. Tie goes on this show, man. Right around the corner. Just like goes. the NFL draft is right around the corner. Let's go. A fresh CHGO softball season is right around the corner. Number one. Um, I, I like. One in our hearts. They're, they're <laughs> people in the comments talking about Kobe White, gentlemen. And I want to talk about Kobe for a minute because he did not have a great shooting night tonight. Mm-hmm. Alex in the comments saying Kobe over five on threes. But I feel like he still made an impact. Yes. And, uh. I saw somebody else earlier tonight talking about the whole like Kobe versus Dragic conundrum and, and minutes wise. I again, 0 of 5, Alex was right, 1 of 7 overall from the field tonight for Kobe. Did go 2 of 2 from the free throw line. Pulled down three rebounds. But it's just something about his presence on an NBA court in this recent stretch that looks way more impactful. Correct. Even like he pulled down three rebounds tonight. At least two of them that I immediately recall were like Big go get him rebounds, mm-hmm. which seems even more important and significant when we're sitting here yet again talking about the Bulls failing to get big rebounds late in close game situations. Yeah, again, you saw another reason why you're like, this is why he should be on the floor. And not just old, old Kobe of, oh, he's broke, he should come out the game. 
No, he's like, I'm going to do other things. That rebound immediately is the first thing that pops into my head, Matt. He went up and snatched it. And not just the rebound, the ball handling too. Because he took that all the way down to the other end while everybody's reaching for that and was tapping him up along the way. That one move he had, Matt, where Matt had flashbacks of, of I said the it. greats. I said it. Michael Jeffrey Jordan <laughs> in did. the garden. I quoted him on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> he had flashbacks. We got a Zach Levine putback dunk on a free throw and a man. Kobe little. A lot of Mikey in Dude. there, man. 63 in the garden. But it, it was those, that layup was, was special. And it was funny, like Kobe is to the point now, for me, when he took those threes in the fourth quarter, I just thought they were going in. Like immediately, when he took them, I'm like, these are going in. Because I'm just used to him doing that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he was cold, but he had been Like hot. Saturday night, when yeah. Kobe had a cold shooting night, but still That's knocked what, down a huge three. Exactly what I was about to say. Like, he's been cold, but he, he had been hot in that fourth quarter, when it counted, when you needed to have it. Which is why I felt that way. I was like, yeah, he's had a tough game. That's a great feeling to have. That's an NBA player feeling. That, and that's a good thing because you're like, oh, yeah, he's having a tough game. Fourth quarter come, no, he's going to do his thing. That's what you say about them players like that in the league that are really good. And, and I felt that way about Kobe. I feel like the book had to, an extern, to a certain extent been sort of written on Kobe. Like, we know what he is. He's fast. He mm-hmm. can shoot a little bit, but he kind of takes dumb shots. He's not a very good defensive player. He can't really create good offense for others. Right. But I think in this season, he's really – the game's slowing down for him. Yeah. And – What's impressed me um, is just the ability to, when he's attacking a closeout, it's like understanding, is there help coming? And if so, where's that help coming from? Mm. Who do I kick it out to? And I think he's just like reading the game at a little bit of a higher level. You can see it on the defensive side too, where he's like just executing the rotations a little bit faster, getting his body into the right spots a little bit earlier on. And that can really change the outcome of a play. If you're, a half second earlier, that cuts off an, another drive, or that allows you to get to your spot to close out so it's a contested shot instead of an uncontested shot. Mm-hmm. I really, really like what Kobe's been doing, and yes, it has not been reflected in the box score whatsoever, but to wrap it all up, like we believe in the shot. That's never been the problem. Mm-hmm. When the shot starts falling, and I think we can assume that it will, now you're looking at much more complete player who isn't just going to be a liability if the shot isn't falling. Right. And that's what the Bulls need. They need another dynamic scorer to complement Zach and DeMar. We've seen Kobe play closing minutes the other night. Like, he can get in that role if he continues to not just play at this level, but he, he does need to get better. But I really like the, the trajectory that he's on this season. Um, before we move on and take a quick break, our guy Rob in the comments saying, credit to Kobe, he is hustling, still trade Kobe. Um, and Laura agreeing with him. That, to me, is maybe the most fascinating part about where we are and how far removed from the trade deadline we are, mm-hmm. is Kobe White. I, I'm not 100% convinced of this, but from where I'm sitting and from what we hear, the big trade DeMar or trade Zach trade this season, midseason, that some Bulls fans are thinking is going to happen or want to happen Mm-mm. is not going to happen. Not going down. This ownership group and this management team, I don't think that they're ready to hit that button. No. What might happen is saying, can we position ourselves, better position ourselves for the back half of this season and into next season by making some trades of some other role players on this roster? Yeah. At the beginning of the season, we were talking about Kobe White basically having a basement-level trade value like floor. Does he have any trade value in the NBA market right now? Now he's... Showing a little bit more, 
his trade value has probably increased somewhat as a guy who's on an expiring rookie-scale contract. Do the Bulls even have that, well, get something for Kobe instead of nothing because you aren't going to sign him to a new contract? Mm. And now, based on the way he's playing in this recent growth he's, he's shown, is the sign him to a new contract even a possibility that's re-entered the discussion? Mm. A lot of questions um, for, for this team to answer, especially when that trade deadline comes around. Something they got to figure out real quick. But Kobe isn't – I don't want him to make it easy on them. You know, like keep balling out. Keep doing what you what I've seen you do and grow at since since last year. And as you know, getting better at defense, working on your ball handling and your decision making. And those things have all improved for Kobe White, which makes it hard, you know, for the team to like, like nah, do we trade him? Do, uh, do we give him this money? Is he worth this money? Well, maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. And that's why there's so many questions is why it's so hard, because there's no clear cut answer. Because he'll show you one day, maybe not. And then he'll show you the other day, like, oh, hell yes. Like, and he's like that. And that's what I like. Keep making it hard, you know what I'm saying, for them, Kobe. Seriously, keep making it difficult for them to make these decisions out here, especially when that trade deadline hits. I think they're just generally in a tough spot during this offseason, not just with Kobe, but, like, with Vooch. And are we good? Do we want to keep trying to compete? Do we want to trade some of our guys for – picks and parts and see if we can go a different direction. Kobe's obviously a part of that. And what they decide to do with him, I think will largely be dependent on how he performs the rest of the season. My gut tells me that it's going to be a Lowry marketing situation and not that he's going to get traded to the jazz and become an all-star, mm -hmm. but that he is probably going to enter restricted free agency and either return to the bulls on a relatively team friendly friendly contract okay. because there aren't too many teams that are interested or another team's going to be interested and the Bulls are going to play ball and get them traded there and get some sort of draft compensation. Hmm. Okay. Uh, our guy Mark, Mark K chiming in in the comments saying, what you do with Kobe is dependent upon what you do with Zach and DeMar. Also, this team will be close to that tax line. Ownership ain't paying the tax for him. He's the odd man out. Offering, of course, the ever-important ownership viewpoint uh, reminder, <laughs> our guy Mark K. <laughs> I'm glad that I'm not the only one who has to bring it up. That darn luxury tax, you guys. That pesky luxury tax. He loves it. He loves it so. <laughs> Spend money. Make team better. Spend money. Uh, we got to take our first break here. When we come back, more on tonight's game, plus uh, a look ahead to what the Bulls have on deck, which on Wednesday and Friday are some very winnable games. Tonight was a rough loss against a good team. Bulls can fight their way back closer to uh, 500 again with games against Washington and OKC. Mm. Tonight's episode of Postgate brought to you guys by Green Ridge Farm, a Chicago local meat and cheese company <laughs> offering you a better all-natural option. Makers of all-natural deli meat, sausages, and those famous meat sticks. Perfect for tailgating, happy hour, school lunches, celebrating the Bears getting the number one overall pick. Woo! Celebrating the Packers getting eliminated from playoff contention Ow! by the Detroit Lions. Go Detroit. Snap into a meat stick. What? With no. 16 grams no. of protein per stick. Make, no. They make a perfect post-workout snack. Different flavors like jalapeno cheddar and spicy chili. They're delicious because they're made from recipes generations <laughs> in the making. And being all natural, they deliver a fresh and flavorful alternative at snack time. You can always find them in the refrigerated section at Costco and Sam's Club, plus all of your local Chicagoland grocery stores. And right now, if you shop on their website online, greenridgefarm.com, 
Anytime you put three of their products in your shopping cart three. and add a pack of their meat sticks to your shopping cart, uh -huh. those meat sticks will be free when you use promo code CHGO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One more time. That's promo code CHGO at checkout of GreenRidgeFarm.com. Get you some free meat sticks. Mm. Greenridge Farm, get some meat up in your life. Mm. And once you do that, you get that in you. Then you got to start your day correctly, y'all. And you know the only way to do that? Those 75 high-quality vitamins, those minerals, the whole food source, superfoods, the probiotics, and oh, my sweet Kobe White's fro, the adaptogens. <laughs> Athletic Greens is what it's called, and they help you start your day correctly. That special blend of ingredients that support your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things that your wonderful self needs to take care of. Less than $3 a day, you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than that cold brew habit that you might have. It's cheaper than getting all those different supplements yourself, and you are investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. It's vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything. And it does all this while still tasting amazing. Now, usually, I throw to one of these guys you know, to give their testimony on Athletic Greens. But today, I'm going to talk about my own yes. testimony on Athletic yes. Greens. Because I have been taking my AG1 every day since this new year has kicked off. I've been on it every morning. I get it. And, and I shake it up and I drink it. And I'm like, not bad. I should do this again tomorrow. <laughs> did it again. And then did it again. And then, like like Will said, it just becomes routine after mm -hmm. a while. It's just what you do in the morning. You take your athletic greens, and you go on with your wonderful day. Like Matt takes his, and then he goes on with his wonderful day, getting his meat sticks on, drinking a few brewski brews, and doing what he does. But he starts his day with that athletic greens. And you should, too. Every day. And to make it easier for y'all, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of that immune-supporting vitamin D and five of them free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com. Slash. Ah, C-H-G-O Bulls. That's athleticgreens.com. Slash. C-H-G-O Bulls. To take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Because it's Athletic Greens. You scoop that. You dump that. You shake that. You drink that. Go. You feel it. Mm-hmm. That's Boom. what you do. Thank you. Get them likes up. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. Get them likes. More of these likes. Thank you. Thank y'all for hanging out and watching this, man. Show us your love, though. And Appreciate y'all. And get the thumbs on up right here. Two of these things. Just like that. Do it for Joey. Do it for Joey. Hashtag do it for Joey. Hashtag for Joey. Um, moving along, gentlemen. An additional update on the DeMar DeRozan quad situation. This also from Casey Johnson. DeRozan said... Freaking DeMar. DeRozan said the quad has been bothering him for eight games now. He's just been playing through it. <laughs> DeMar. Drop it down here for man. you. He's so good, man. <laughs> Drop 35 the other night. He's so good. Just like nothing. He's so good, man. And you know, it's funny because you he he knows how to fall. If mm -hmm. that makes any sense to anybody oh, out there. Makes perfect he sense. He knows how to fall. When he went down, that is how you fall. Most people just clumsily, ah. No. He's, he stopped, dropped, shut him down, opened up shop. I saw what he Whoa. did. It was awesome. No. Shout out. That's a Rough Riders roll. That's, That's what he does. DeMar rolls. Yes, he does. It was great, man. But, yeah, he's, he's an animal, man. So, I'm, I'm wondering if he sits out these next two, only because of the opponent that they're playing. Can the Bulls get it done without him, without these two? 
Can they do that in Washington and OKC? Can you, they do that? You'd want to believe that they can. Of course you do. Reality check. <laughs> the Bulls are a combined one and two against the Wizards and Thunder so far this season. Reality. So you're saying one there's a chance. And two. One and two. And OKC gives them fits, especially with their size and their length, man. But I'm not going to get into that yet. We'll get into that another time. That's also just peak DeMar to not even know about an injury he's been dealing with for eight games. Eight <laughs> games. That's, a, that's an NBA player, man. Why? It's a grown-ass man right there, brother. Take Why? a week off, my guy. It's a grown-ass man right there. Uh, I believe we have a couple of Super Chats. Do we not, Joseph? Yeah. What do we got going on in the world of Super Chats? We do. I will. up with some more Super Chats, if you feel so inclined. AK, the Super Fan, says 11 Shout games before AK. All-Star break. Bulls above 500 by then. 11 games between now and All-Star break. Are they above 500 by then? So let's look at the schedule, yeah. can we? We'd have to go so over they that. are 19 and 22 after tonight's loss. Right. Three games under. Right. Based on their schedule, I'd say that it is very possible. Yeah. I was looking at their next 10. I think it was actually our guy, Ricky O'Donnell. Shout out to him of SB Nation. Shout out. Who had a screenshot of their next 10 and said... The Bulls really want to take themselves seriously for, you know, the, the, the home stretch of the regular season and getting into the playoffs. They got to win seven of these next ten. Wizards, I, Thunder, Warriors, Pistons, Hawks, Pacers, Hornets, Magic, Clippers, Hornets again. Not great. I mean, They've also got a weird little trip there in the middle, don't they? Yeah, that would be for the Pistons uh, game. Paris? Paris. Paris. That that weird little Paris. trip, Paris. Paris. I mean that 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 better be a W. We're gonna fly all the way to Paris to watch the Bulls play. I will not come home with an L. <laughs> Refuse. I love uh, how he said it. Like he getting on the court. <laughs> I will not. Sir, <laughs> sir, no, please keep saying. Keep, we, please keep your hat on your head in the aircraft, sir. <laughs> That's the first NBA you're player. Dis, you're NBA disrupting the passengers out of a game <laughs> for hat throwing. I don't know him. He's going to wake up on the flight back from Paris like Jordan Belfort duct taped to the plane seat. <laughs> International incident. What happened? What happened? We had to stop, dude. We, we had to stop throwing you, a tantrum about You don't remember? <laughs> you were screaming for Joe Kim Noah to come to the back of the plane and talk I to you. was? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, uh, yeah, yeah, I probably was. was doing that. Probably was. <gasps> <gasps> Aaron Norris also says that free throw dunk was fire. When was the last time you saw that? Man, mm. Joe... Uh, Joe Kim. Zach's put-back dunk, yeah. It yeah. was pretty spectacular. The two-handed. That was I mean, nice. he, he timed it perfectly and also had the presence of mind to know that his teammate Drummond was for sure about to brick that free throw. Yes, he did. So he came flying I mean, on in there. 50-50 chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very true. I mean, you definitely you saw MJ pull that move a lot Maybe back 45, in MJ's 45-65 chance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is just nice <laughs> to get those every once in a while reminders that Zach fully has his hops back. Yes. Zach, is, Zach is back. Yeah. We great saw great him point. put up 41 and then 35 in back-to-back -back games. He's right. Back, man. I think and then that, that even puts on a night like tonight, when he finishes 10 of 24 for an inefficient 27 points, we talked you know, at the beginning of postgame about how he led that fourth quarter comeback. Yeah. I, like, I think at one point he was like 3 of 14 or mm. 3 of 15. Mm. And then he fought his way back to finish 10 of 24. Even on a night when his shooting, uh, you know, his, his hot shooting streak kind of fades away. Right. The evidence of his athleticism being back is still out there on a nightly basis now. Yeah, you see it, man. Like, like you said, that free throw line was, was amazing. That was an incredible thing. We saw him with an alley-oop 
uh, recently where it was just looks like it was going Woo. out of bounds. <laughs> he just came out of nowhere, man. No, it's it's always great to have the reminder that of how special Zach Levine is a basketball player. Not good, not elite, special. He is special. And he can do that while shooting at a high clip from three. So you got to see all of that tonight from Zach Levine. You got the Zach Levine experience out there. So it was it's fun. No, it's just fun to see when he's playing at that kind of level, man. Now, now, and he got a couple of calls. I saw he didn't get a lot, but I Only saw him three, get a couple of calls. Three free throws. I felt like he could have That's a lot for Zach. But, but that was that was where I think the Bulls were hurt a little bit tonight was that they just didn't get to the line as much. And obviously DeRozan yeah. being mm-hmm. out hurts you there, but like that's one of their competitive advantages is right. that they're able to get to the line. And when, you know, you have those questionable calls, I, I felt like there were a couple of drives where Zach got some contact, maybe could have been a call. It's just just how it goes sometimes. The Bulls yeah. have been on, on he, the He did drive multiple a times lot. tonight looking for contact, creating contact, and yeah. not getting calls. Yeah, and doing but, all this also yeah. while having a guard like Jason Tatum. You know what I mean? Having to be on Jalen Brown, you know, Who having to be on did not best. have the most efficient night either. Tatum finished ten of twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Jalen Brown seven of twenty-one. Yeah. You know what they were though? A combined thirteen of thirteen from the free throw line. Bing! There it is, ladies and gents. So it, it goes with the numbers that we were showing in pregame. Boston. You know, just not being able to, you know, the Bulls playing solid defense against him. Yeah. Keeping them at a low percentage from the field, um, but. They're good players. You know what I'm saying? They're really, 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 really good. Good players are going to find a way. Like I said, we saw Tatum do it and how he got to the line with Patrick Williams was on him. You saw Jalen Brown doing uh, sort of the same things as well, man. So they're just good. And Tatum had a mini hot for a second. You know, he just got hot real quick, you know, for a little bit just to show you who he was. But, no, I thought I thought Zach just really did a good job uh, tonight. And, and I mean – People in Bulls Nation have been kind of wondering recently whether or not Billy Donovan like has faith in Zach Levine just because a couple of consecutive games where, oh, gee, surprise, DeMar, king of the fourth, takes the final shot. Um, and Billy, of course, has refuted any and all of those speculations about not having faith in Zach. On a night when DeMar is dealing with a hamstring injury uh, or a quad injury, leaves third quarter, and nobody else is really having a great game. Like, you got some decent minutes from Drummond and... Uh, Derek Jones Jr. off your bench. We talked about Kobe. Zach Levine played 42 minutes mm. tonight. So whether you're talking about Zach, his athleticism, and his durability these days, or whether or not Billy sees the use of having Zach out there, even on a rough shooting night. Because mm-hmm. remember, that was part of what happened when he got benched in that Orlando game, right? One shot. He, he, was, he was like mm-hmm. one of 13, mm-hmm. one of 14. And, and there's, you know, lingering talk about resentment that still exists between Zach and Billy for that move. Mm-hmm. On a night when he wasn't shooting great, Billy still kept him in there, and he rode him that whole fourth quarter. Zach ends up with a team high by far 42 minutes. Yeah. He's doing his thing, man. And that's just what you love, having that kind of guy on your team. And that's, I think, where we still – so we, we talked about, like, the games until the All-Star, games until the deadline. Like, this is kind of now – the period where I, I think that you are kind of able to evaluate what you really have. They're finally starting to play well. Zach's starting to look like himself. Vooch has seemed to get into a rhythm here. Hopefully DeMar's going to be all right and, and won't miss any time. This is, I think, the period of time where, obviously, like, at this point we're not going to see any trades until the deadline. I think that would be a huge surprise. But, like, this is the period where they have to figure out if they're good enough to, to keep going for it or to 
take a step back mm-hmm. or to tear it all down or whatever, you know, direction they may decide to go. This is when it's going to happen. Like, I think there was, I don't want to say excuse, but like when you think about the first part of the season and not being able to accurately evaluate what you have because of all these injuries and Zach isn't looking right and Lonzo's not there and all this stuff. Well, okay, that's all aside now. Here we have 10, 15 games. Let's see what we have here. Mm. Let's see if we can put together a better stretch. Mm-hmm. We're eight, eight of our last 12. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's mm-hmm. a good step. Yes, it still is. three games under 500, still in the plan. But let's see what we got here, and then we'll make an informed decision. Yeah. Zachary. Um, all right. Well, uh, let's take another quick break here. When we come back from break, I want to talk about Pat, because we haven't really talked about Pat yet tonight. Yes, let's talk and about that. And a maddeningly... Very on-brand Patrick Williams game tonight. <laughs> we'll talk about that coming up next and wrap up looking ahead to Washington. Big Dave, Yo. tell the people about the energy saving and the money saving uh-huh. with ComEd. Oh, this is Joey's favorite thing right here. Mm. The ComEd Energy Efficiency Program, y'all. It's committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into uh, the future. ComEd offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across our territory. Customers can inquire about how to upgrade outdated lighting to energy and money-saving efficient LED lights, y'all. Learn more about network lighting to operate your lights through your mobile device, which is what I got right here, and track your facility's energy usage and much, much more. Incentives have recently increased for indoor-outdoor lighting and network lighting controls, making these projects even more cost-efficient than ever before. So, all you got to do is visit ComEd.com slash powering biz, B-I-Z, now and start saving money and energy. To start a project, contact us at 855-433-2700 for more information Email business ee at comed.com or public sector ee at comed.com. Tonight's episode of Post Game, of course, also brought to you by our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Y'all know about those great deals you can make on the NBA Moneyline bets. $5 in for new users, get you $200 back in free bets if your team wins. Plus, as I mentioned in pregame, we are just getting into NFL Wild Card Weekend. Your favorite. So much fun football up ahead. And uh, you can also have amazing fun and make money betting on those wild card games as well. The Super Bowl 57 Showdown plus all new and existing customers can get a no sweat bet each day of the wild card round this upcoming weekend. Mm. $5 down, 200 in free bets instantly like in all of the wild card games. More. Get it. Get Just it. place any NFL bet of your choice, and if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10 with that no sweat bet. Action so good, why bet NFL playoffs anywhere else? Why? And tonight's DraftKings king of the game for the Bulls. We've talked about him a lot in postgame tonight. Mm-hmm. He fought back after a rough shooting night and a rough start. It is... Our guy, Zach Levine, who finishes with a team-high 27 points, also pulling in seven boards, dishing out six assists. And it kind of felt like one of those wonky Zach nights just because of the poor shooting. But you know what I appreciate? What's that? Six assists, one turnover. I love that. Usually the nights where Zach is off 
and his shot is off, mm-hmm. he lets that bleed into not taking care of the basketball because he gets frustrated. He didn't let that happen tonight, and I appreciate that. And not just the one turn. The one turn happened in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's really good for a guy that was doing a lot of dribbling out Especially there. Especially in the fourth quarter yes. where he was like – I mean, dribble, his dribble. usage must have been 40-something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, through He's the up roof. There. So, shout-out to Zach. He's our guy tonight. He is our DraftKings king of the game. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when you sign up at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, Joseph? Is it something about them mm-hmm. and a Possibility. critical failure to understand? Mm. I mean, I think you're on target. They never... Ever understood. They ain't get it. Why? Get it. That's the youth speaking, y'all. And they don't understand. Why? Shady Ray said, why? <laughs> <laughs> These sunglasses are so damn expensive. Why? Why? <laughs> why? My mama. <laughs> Shady Ray's, y'all, said we tired of sitting around watching people pay all this money to get them some cool sunglasses. Tell you what, we're going to get you some cool sunglasses and you won't have to break the bank to do it because Shady Rays offers them premium polarized shades featuring that world-class optical clarity, sustainable durability, and styles catered to everyone in every lifestyle. A tay. A tay. Best part about Shady Rays? Matt Peck, lost and broken, replacing plan. That half throw, oh no. Might have been some glasses on there. Guess what? They break in half. Day one, Shady Rays, send your brand new pair, no questions asked. Weekend at Bernie's happening right now. (laughs) Thank you, Joseph. 200,000 five-star reviews from their customers. Somebody has done the numbers and told me that is a lot. That is a lot. (laughs) And that is awesome, man. So, yes, that means that product is awesome. And free returns and exchanges, y'all. You either love them Shady Rays that you got on, and you know that he loves them, or Shady Rays will pay to ship them back. It's that simple. So, excuse me for our listeners out there. Out there. Excuse <laughs> for our listeners out there. Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use that code CHGO for two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. You'll get 50% off. Buy one, get one free. What they call that glasses pack? BOGO. BOGO for the Lolo. 54 for show, show. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com where you can find out newest and best shades. The Shady Rays. Where the Rays, ladies and gentlemen, are oh so damn shady. <laughs> You're real proud of yourself after that one. <laughs> I promise I'm to everyone, yeah, Will. They're, they're good. <laughs> you know what? You should be. Thank good you. <laughs> Lord. Because you know, I, I made this man break, so I was very proud of that. <laughs> Just when you, you speed up really fast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you say words while you're speaking that quickly. (laughs) I don't get it. Hey, man, it's a gift, man. Everybody's got theirs. Mine's is saying reading ads really fast sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) Although, you know, some of your audience might not appreciate that. Who is this? My deaf mother. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) But she actually said that about me. My show tomorrow when I fumble my way. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Will Galliari's Love by Mothers uh, Everywhere. She was, she was watching one of our shows, I don't know, sometime in the last few days. Like she was Siri like, you reading. talk too fast. Like when, she's like, when you do the intro and you're introducing yourself and everybody else, you talk too fast, can't understand you. And I'm like, yeah, it's because I'm just breezing through the intro. Because it's the same thing every time. <laughs> but she You, should, you should try she to is. do it differently every time. That would be oh. a challenge. Oh, hello. <laughs> and welcome <laughs> to CHGO. Old. You see what you done started, Will. All right. <laughs> Never mind. Bad idea. On to the next one. <laughs> Sweet mother of God. Um, I think I saw hey, our guy Colin, pick. shout out to one of our regulars in the comments right before the break, asking about Pat not shooting more threes. He was three of five tonight. Why doesn't he shoot 10 to 15 like Zach? And our guy Mark K is duly pointed out uh, because it takes Pat an hour and a half to chuck up a three. Yeah. I'm going to um, wheel on this one. <laughs> the release time is still slow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really frustrating. We saw Pat pass up what looks like open looks tonight. Mm-hmm. A couple of mid-range looks that looked clean and a couple of threes. He did knock down three of five from behind the arc. But it was just, I don't know. I feel like Pat did not put his imprint on this game, which is what Billy has repeatedly been asking for. You know, it's not about box score stuff. It's like, are you making your opponents feel you mm-hmm. out there? If I recall Billy saying something like that earlier this season. Mm-hmm. I didn't really feel like that from Pat tonight. Yeah, he knocked down a few threes. He only grabbed two rebounds. Mm-hmm. Two. Starting por- power forward, two rebounds. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. It's like, it's like one step forward, two steps back with Pat. Mm-hmm. And I'm frustrated. I think he did play well defensively. I yeah. thought he has been pretty solid over the last stretch here of staying attached to the ball handler, getting over screens. Uh, he had one play where he basically just picked off a pass. He was like the weak side defender guarding uh, on the opposite corner. And he was a little bit late to his rotation coming over to be the, the low man and pick up at the helpline. But he got there in time and just like took the pass away. So I've seen some defensive uh, consistency from him that I think we missed a little bit last year. But, yeah, it's just, like, it's a make-or-miss league, obviously, for everybody. But for Patrick, it's, like, it's a make-or-miss league. (laughs) It's a make-or-miss game. Like, if he makes it, he's in the game. If he misses it, he's, like, invisible, offensively. Mm, mm. Uh, And and to your point, also, he had three steals uh, tonight also playing defense. So that's also a good thing. But – Eight shot attempts is what we're talking about here. Um, the one play where he furiously snatches the rebound and he takes off and he's down the floor and makes a move and Will's like, like dunk it. And he goes up for a layup, and, which hits nothing. That's the sound it makes dunk. when Pat goes up to the rim. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just so jealous of the people that can dunk that when they don't do it, I get angry. Trust me, every short person I know is yeah. is exactly. I'm like not this. that short. How tall are you? I'm five <laughs> eleven. Wait, you're five eleven? Yeah. Shut he's up. Not, he's not five. He's not that short. Short? That's not short at all. No, I'm a normal size. You speak. You speak. You guys are just giant. I was going to say they're both big. They're both big. I will vouch for the fact that I also would not have guessed five eleven at all. I was going to say five seven, five eight in my head. I really was. They're big. Wasn't going to say five eleven. How tall do you think I am? I really was. How tall do you think I am? A lot shorter than you are. You the one who be swinging your legs with the chair. It ain't my fault. I do have short legs. Come on now. So if Will's five eleven, how tall do you think I am? You're 5'7". I'm like 5'9". Five 5'9"? Five yeah. 
<laughs> everybody's fine. You, you've you've, you've, you've shrunk you it down about height. two inches for everybody. But yeah, yeah, everybody's just going to be five seven from now on. I'm just That's fine. RG's, RG's six feet. I'll take it. I'm six two. Six two, and Matt is six three and a half. Yeah, <laughs> nice. So they're just very nice. tall. I'm yeah, I thought they were both six four. I thought See, that too. why'd you give? Why are you give me extra? Like, oh, no. big Dave, relax. <laughs> like that's not a compliment. But yeah, man. But no, every every friend I have that's under six feet. Can I say that? Yeah, you can. Every say friend that. I have that's under six feet is is like that. They're like, why does he right. dunk? Why does he go dunk all the time? We need to see some dunks. There are more plenty dunks. of other reasons aside from my height that I can't dunk a ball. Yes, yes. <laughs> like your but, lack of jumping ability, yes. lack of athleticism, <laughs> broken ankles, <laughs> just all sorts of reasons. Six prefer, three, I can't dunk either. Will it's yes. okay? <laughs> we prefer fun sized. <laughs> Mark K, well done with with your Joey the five nine. I see your rap reference, sir. Well done. Uh, I don't know what is that a reference to. There, there's a Royce the five nine, and he called Joey the five nine. Still blank. What? Detroit rapper. Yeah, didn't expect you to know it. Sorry. Whose name is <laughs> Royce the five nine? Royce the five nine. Yes, he's got a. He raps with Eminem. Him and Eminem. Does okay. he rap exclusively about Rolls Royces? He or? does not. He is actually no. He raps exclusively about how he's five foot nine. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. He's a monster too. He's he's an elite MC. He really is. He's he's elite. He's elite. But that's another topic. Patrick Williams, man, <laughs> <laughs> when it's all started at, yeah, and that's what gets frustrated because it's not just the height, will it's the skill and the size and the everything you see in him, the freakish athleticism. It's the same guy who tried things. to dunk on Lowry. Correct. From yeah. Like Correct. The three point baseline. So those things, you see all that, and that's what gets you more angry when you see him going in for that kind of layup. Where you're like, dude, you could just dunk this over everyone. We had this discussion in the preseason when he was getting blocked by Zion Williamson and getting thrown, you know, going in for layups. And then when it got to the Bucks game, he dunked every single time he had the basketball. And we were like, yes, more of that. We're over this. Doesn't seem like we're over that. He's he's just continuing to do it that way. Um, I don't. It's gonna. I don't know what it's gonna take or what it's gonna need for him to realize that he's huge and he can dunk on everybody. But it comes and it goes. You know what I mean? It's nothing. It hasn't been consistent in his mind because I can't say consistent in his in his jumping ability <laughs> or his height or anything because he knows he can do those things. So it's something in his mind where he just doesn't feel like he can go up and do it. Uh, gentlemen, as we look ahead to our game Wednesday against the Washington Wizards, Bulls one and one against the Wizards so far this season. The loss, if you recall, was a potential Demar game winner, mm. just like he did to them last season. Yes. Demar misses this one. That was also one of the last two minute reports Bing. that hosed the Bulls. Yes, it did. Demar should have been at the free throw line for the game winning free throws. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wizards kind of got out to a mediocre start and have started to slide. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are currently seventeen and twenty four mm-hmm. after getting worked by twenty by the New Orleans Pelicans earlier tonight. Mm. Um, This is a game where you see it on the Bulls' schedule and you say, that's got to be a win. Yeah, The Bulls trying to fight back to 500, trying to stay in this playoff picture in the East. You're better than that team. Yeah. Also, currently, without Bradley Beal for, like, what what do they say, like a three-game-ish absence? Yeah, man. The uh, projected, when they uh, first announced it, their game on Wednesday against the Bulls would be the third game of that absence. Mm-hmm. So we're expecting no Beal in that game. Sure, you still got to deal with Kristaps. You still got to deal with Kyle Kuzma. But yeah. you shouldn't have lost to them the first time. Yeah. You didn't play your best and still beat them the second time. Yes. Oh my For the God, love of God, God, win that, that game. game. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just had a flashback to that game. Oh, man. 
Oh, was that man. the one where I was really pissed off? Even we though were it was both a win? like, "What the hell, man!" Yeah. Like, we, that's, that's the, the ugliest worst freaking win. If all the season. question is, the was that the one where I was really pissed off? The, <laughs> the answer is yes. All of them. You mean tonight? <laughs> yes. No, I'm every calm last tonight. one of them. I'm calm tonight. <laughs> you threw. You literally threw a calmer than you are, bro. Was that the one where I was really <laughs> pissed <laughs> off? <laughs> Get out of here. He said rejection. From the five eleven, Will got leave. Get that up out of here, son. Get that weak stuff up out of here. Call but man, York. dude, yeah, this is a game they should win. I mean, Porzingis has been playing better. Obviously, you know, what was he player of the week uh, for them when they went on their winning streak? I believe they yeah, won. They like won five straight. Five straight. They went six and one within that time. That was also the time they started starting Daniel Gafford. They went six and one when they started Daniel Gafford. Just gonna point Gafford, that out. one of all five Wizards yeah. in double figures tonight. Thirteen point. But um, yeah, they have been playing better. And, but still, it's the Washington Wizards, and the Bulls should beat the Washington Wizards. Let me, let me ask you something. Give me your your starting five of former Bulls players who are currently still in the league. Your favorite guys. Wow. <laughs> it's on the spot right there, yeah. bro. I, well, assume Gafford, that this I assume Gafford is, is I assume that this starting five of favorites? Yeah, your favorite former Define Bulls. favorite. <laughs> you know guys, who also got some minutes, like. minutes off the bench for the Wizards in their game tonight? Taj. Taj, Taj, is, for, uh, Taj right is for sure on the list. That's on the list. Starting, front starting court, five? Starting front court, Taj and Gaffer. No, Lowry's in the front court. He's a oh, he's a wing now. He, be, he can't play power? He oh, can. Put him should can. Coach Dave puts yeah. him at the four. <laughs> Derek Rose but, at the you know one. What? No, no, I'm not going to. If he's an all-star running the three, then that's where, where I'll leave him at. But I'm just saying, when he was playing the Bulls, Patrick Williams was on him. D. Rose at the one. Uh, D. Rose at the one. I mean, I yeah. feel like that's D. Rose a at given. Mm, who do I put at the two? <laughs> Will puts Jimmy mm, Butler. I don't know. Will puts Jimmy Butler somewhere from two to four. I would put at two. Anybody, man, you think of you? you think Is you Marco Bellinelli still in the league? Uh, He's Bellinelli. <laughs> what's, uh, what's Ronnie Brewer doing? <laughs> <laughs> CJ Watson doing it. Keith Bogans? CJ Watson. Oh, I know. Coach. I got it. Spencer Dinwiddie. That's oh, that's a good one. I love Spencer Dinwiddie. Four career one. games with the Bulls. I was a huge Spencer Dinwiddie fan. I really was, but I knew he wasn't going to stay because they wanted Denzel Valentine instead, mm-hmm. which was ridiculous. But I really liked Spencer Dinwiddie when I was just watching that summer league. I was like, this dude can't hoop, man. You, has, you know you got to start good old Luke Cornett never played at a game. I know. Like I said, Bulls. I watched him during the summer league. Just, that's just letting the people know. No, that's what he I said. never played a regular season game. No, not one. Like I said, I watched him during the summer yeah. league, and I was like, this dude can play, but he will not be here because I know Denzel yep. Valentine's here. I knew that. Bounce of the ball, says Thaddeus Young. That's a good Ooh, one. That, that, that is a good answer. That, that is definitely a good answer. That. Tony How? Snell? Yeah, Tony Snell got some love from, uh, from AK. Okay. Uh, thank you, Laura, for uh, clarifying least favorite campaign. That is the right answer. <laughs> I kind of like Doug McDermott. Uh, yeah, he provides some floor space nah, for sure. Uh, I'm good. This time on the Bulls. Do, uh, Sorry. Does Yusuf Nurkic? Yeah, I was going to say, 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 say that. I was just about to say that. I was about to say that, man. Nurkic for sure. What Bobby? You, what you starting Bobby? Jimmy? Yes, Bobby. Bobby's yes. a good one. Definitely the thing is, Bobby. they're all power forwards. It's true. You're going to have a big lineup. You got a big lineup. So is Jimmy your point guard? You got guard D-Rose, there? Jimmy, Bobby Portis, Lowry, Daniel Gafford, Thaddeus Young. Taj. Wendell, Taj. <laughs> it's a big lineup, man. It's a big lineup. It's a big. It's a nice team. Matt Thomas. Of course. Well, he's not, not currently on the, the NBA right now. They're not ready for hey, the greatest shooter. Hey, he's a free agent. He's a free agent. Groceries. They're not ready for the greatest shooter in the world, you know, to do his thing. It's okay. I'm not mad. He's not even bagging proven. like human groceries. He's like bagging groceries at a Petco somewhere. Move in, sir. 
I mean, you can hate all you want. It's fine. You can't remove that he is the greatest three-point shooter in the world. I didn't say he was. I, I wasn't hating. The greatest I was just in the world. saying he's bagging groceries at a pet How's that somewhere. not hating? Just <laughs> stay with a fact. Explain. It's not a fact. Just stay with a fact. <laughs> Dude. You can Wikipedia Matt Thomas right now, and I guarantee you the most recent update on his <laughs> wiki page is last seen bagging groceries at a Petco. I want to see. Do you remember the Wikipedia when we were on here reading Matt Thomas's uh, Wikipedia page and somebody had changed it? I don't know if you had seen this one, but somebody, it wasn't me. Somebody had went on there and changed it and was talking about how he was recruited in high school. It was like the number one recruit in high school with the skill of Michael Jordan. Like he was like, that's what recruits are saying about him. Somebody had put that about my man, Matt Thomas. And I'm very happy. And I hope it's still there. I hope it's still there because I wouldn't see why it's not true. <laughs> Mari said, where's yeah, Adam McCoke? I can't McCoka? think of one reason why that wouldn't be true. <laughs> oh, my God. He was skilled, man. That dude was skilled. Greatest all time. Colin said, yeah, Matt, but Matt Thomas is packing groceries from three aisles over. Hey. I'll give you a little time for that. That's pretty good. <laughs> And Matt Thomas is shooting score. the groceries into the bags. And he ain't missing yeah. either. From a you got to. Mr. 99. And all like round but, or yeah. even semi-round produce. You got to just be shooting those. Don't bring a watermelon bags. into whatever aisle he's like, you know, whatever thing he's manning. That's right. He's throwing it right back in your face. Nothing round, dog. It's, it's, going in, it's going in the basket. That's all you know. Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> Legend. <clears throat> That's how he screams it. Matty! Shout out, Oh, how could we forget Troy Brown Jr.? Oh! Just playing the most vital minutes for the Los Angeles Lakers right now. Troy Brown Jr. Troy Brown Jr. Oh, my God. Well, I've completely derailed the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. We're about out of time anyway. Uh, Yeah, we were talking about how important it is that we beat the Wizards on Wednesday. Which, still a true statement of fact. Y'all better not lose to the Wizards on Wednesday. Like I said, Porzingis are playing well. All that's fine and good, but you still have to beat the Washington Wizards. All right, you got to get this W, man. Like you're better. You're better than them. Like get this. Especially a Beale-less Wizards. Oh, yes. Got to get to 500 in the next 10 games. I like that. I like that goal. Yeah. Yeah. I set that goal for them for the month of December, but we'll do it again in January. We'll do it. Run yeah. that back. Run it Run back. Run it back. Run it back. Um, all right, that's it. We'll get out of here for tonight. We will have, and by we will have, I mean. They will have mm-hmm. Will the Goat and Mark K dropping a Bulls HQ episode HQ. for you guys tomorrow in your CHGO Bulls about? feeds. Check them out. Give them a watch. Give them a listen. And uh, then we'll be back for pregame on Wednesday, Wednesday. before Bulls Wizards. And it's a uh, DC game, so I believe it's a 6 p.m. tip 6 in Chicago, right? Mm. That means pregame at 5.30, y'all. Mm. Love those. Love them. Uh, make sure you're following Will on Twitter for all of his Bulls insider scoops. Will underscore Gottlieb. Big Dave is at BAL, B-A-W-L Sports. Joey Spathis, producer extraordinaire, is at Joey Spathis. Follow that, man. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. I'm Bulls underscore Peck. (laughs) For Joey, Will, and Big Dave, I'm Peck. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. Hit that thumbs up button before you head out. And uh, Bulls HQ Tuesday, back for pregame Wednesday. See you, Red. Be good. Peace. Hi, Mama Peck. (laughs) Hehehehe. <laughs>